guys. <laughs> Strong. Strong entrance. That's all right. We're back. We're back. It's episode two. Episode two. Hey. How's everybody doing? How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. I think we have a fun episode lined up today. We have a good guest, good friend of the show. So first and foremost, I think we did want to say thank you for all the stuff on Instagram. Right, Bree? We had yeah. pretty good showing on that um, uh, the giveaway? giveaway that we did. <laughs> the giveaway that we did. A lot shout of love. Out, a lot of great small businesses. Maddie Merkley, who actually won it. And have you ever been to that small business, Thomas's Suites? I actually don't think so. It's not my Princeton ice cream shop of choice. But it's Princeton's favorite since 1979. Some may say. They were super nice. When I actually called to get them the gift card, he was like surprised and he was very excited for me to be ordering a gift card. He was like, oh, this is my first oh, one. Oh, that's he awesome. He was like, please bear with me. So he, we like walked through it and I guess Did it Did you tell him that it was for a giveaway? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's He was cool. like, that's so cool. So I, um, I told him to look at the comment because I was like, do you control your Instagram? And he was like, no, one of the girls here does it. So I was like, tell her to look at the comment mm-hmm. on because Maddie had tagged it or someone tagged it when we were doing it. So that was pretty successful, I would say. Yeah. We had a lot of people, a lot of cool small businesses. Agreed. I was hoping that I'd be able to go to my small business at some point soon, but I don't think so. Womp womp. Womp womp. <laughs> Um, another cool thing about our Instagram that we've been having is people are actually responding when you put questions and stuff up. So I just wanted to address a couple. One has been a theme. I think it came through once, um, when we did it the first time. And then there were two people that did it the second time. Mm, I love this question. Could be a whole episode on itself. <laughs> I'll let you, I'll let you address it because you is feel strongly. Central Jersey, a real place. Is it a real place? It is. We differ on this. And this was a fundamental thing that we talked about when we first started talking about this Mm -hmm. podcast. Mm -hmm. Is Central Jersey a real place? Absolutely. First of all, the way I look at it is anything north of Trenton is -hmm. North Jersey and anything south of Trenton is South Jersey. Mm -hmm. That's how I look at it. I look at it as Trenton, like Mercer County is Central Jersey to me all the way. There's no way it's North Jersey and it's not South. So I think everything, like below Trenton, I would agree is South Jersey. Trenton and maybe the surrounding 25 miles in a circle, that's Central Jersey. So basically the people that live in this supposed Central Jersey just want their own special special place to call Central yes Jersey. No, it's I only mean, 25 Central mile Jersey radius. Central Jersey has a very different vibe. Like Trenton and Mercer County are not North Jersey. I've lived there. It's not North Jersey. I think it's fake news. You guys can hit us up. Let us know. I think the people that both asked the question... Mm-hmm. Agree with me that it's not a place. That'd be Laurie. Both people that ask the question are from deep South Jersey and way Who's up from North deep Jersey? South Jersey. Laurie. Part of the whole Central Jersey, North Jersey thing is the people that asked, I don't think are from too far south. I don't know where the other person's from, but I... I They're definitely not from what anyone would think is Central Jersey. So. No, no. They wouldn't call it Central Jersey because Central Jersey does not exist. <laughs> so far... I mean, we could go into pork roll versus Taylor Ham here. No, no, no. Don't start that. Don't start that. What do you call it? I call it pork roll. Okay, good. So you call it pork roll Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So does Trenton. Yeah. It's yeah, Trenton I guess it's roll. mainly uh, mainly Trenton up. And it's made in Trenton. It's Trenton up that probably calls it Taylor Ham. Trent, I've above never Trenton met someone personally that's called it Taylor Ham. Oh. And I grew up in Hamilton for half my life, so... Pork roll, egg, and cheese on a bagel sounds pretty good. Not Taylor ham, egg, and cheese. You know, that's the one thing. If you were like, what would you want to eat that's not vegetarian right now? Immediately, pork roll, egg, and cheese. We got her, guys. Send us your best uh, Taylor ham, pork roll (laughs) sandwiches. We'll see if we can get Brie to to eat meat and gluten on the podcast. Dairy's the real kicker. Send us your best uh, dairy-free cheese 
Remember we got that when we had a uh, we had a Christmas party once. Oh, that was so. Or bad. a Thanksgiving party with some friends, and you had ordered some gluten free pizza, or some sorry, disgusting. some dairy free pizza. And I'm sure they make good ones. There's probably good ones oh, out there. Oh yeah, there are. There's plenty. But that one that you had gotten was I can't trust them. All. Disgusting. No. Um, and then, good question came in from Instagram from your dear brother. Ooh. Post Corona plans, which was pretty broad, but let's talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> Post Corona plans. Okay. Haircut. Haircut. Wax. Wax. Those are my main two. <laughs> Haircut and wax. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you had asked me a couple weeks ago, I probably would have said haircut and golf, but they mm. brought golf back. So it's mainly just the haircut at this yeah, point. Yeah. Now that it's summer and we can go to the beach, I'm like, there's not that much I'm missing out on. It's really, I mean, and. If this were winter, it'd be a whole nother. It's really. Whole nother thing. Now that the weather's getting nice, it's not terrible. No. It feels almost. Well, that's a stretch. Nah, that's a stretch. But more normal. Like for today, today I had friends over in the yard, and that was totally. And you guys normal. were just tanning six, we more than done, six feet apart, right? But right. we normally would do that anyway. Yeah, you so. wouldn't have tanned any closer. I mean, maybe a little closer, but but it doesn't sitting matter. Sitting out by yeah. the pool all day is what we would do in the summer, anyway. right? So yeah, so you know, that's the only fine. difference is we're not like going out at night. It's not that big of a deal. No, not bad at all. Let's do it. Do you want to get down to the main event, or do you have anything else that you want to intro here? No, I think this is it. You nervous? Who? You. Our guest, are you nervous? Why would I be nervous? I don't know. Okay. All right, Bree. Let's get into it. The Let's main event. The main event. So we have a guest here today, good friend of the show, good friend of both of ours, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, how do you intro this guy? Benjamin Chapman, BC, as we call him. You'll often probably hear us refer to him as BC. Uh, he's, I guess I'll go through a little bio sure. about him. He's a Cairn 2017 grad. Nice. He got his health and PE degree, teaching degree. I could probably be getting that wrong, and he'll have to clarify that because <laughs> teachers have all these degrees and certifications and nonsense. Um, <laughs> there's the nonsense we're talking about. 7%. He is a health and PE teacher at a small school in Egg Harbor Township. New Jersey. He lives down towards the shore. Uh, like I said, he's good friends of the hosts, both myself and Bree, and we're both excited to have him on. BC, Benjamin Chapman, welcome to the Thank You For Your Time podcast. Well, thank you guys. I really appreciate being on. Very excited about today's episode. So the reason, Bree, I think I'll let you explain why we're having BC on today okay. and just kind of talk about what his purpose is and why he's here other than talking, talking, <laughs> talking nonsense. What's Ben's purpose on this earth? Um. <laughs> interesting, interesting question you might ask there. Might ask you that one yourself. Ooh, okay. Uh, no, so Seth and I wanted to kind of introduce ourselves to you guys, the podcast listeners, and we thought it'd be boring to just talk about ourselves. So we thought, what better way to introduce ourselves than to have one of our good friends interview us, ask us some questions, um, as a way of you guys getting to know us. And we don't know any of the questions. We made it very clear that we didn't want to know anything that he was preparing. We wanted to come. We wanted for Ben to come on and almost try and make us a little, make us think a little bit, make us maybe uncomfortable. Who knows? We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see what type of questions he has for us. Ben, you know, at this point, the show is yours. You can take it away. All we right. leave the Thank You For Your Time podcast in your hands. Wow, that's, that's some scary stuff right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get started with it. So my first question I have for you guys is, how has your upbringing shaped you into the person you are today? Oof. Man, he really oh God, hit, us, really hit us out the gate with a big one. 
Uh, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? I feel like you have a you have a good copy and paste answer for this one. I don't I don't so much. Yeah, so that. I've probably told this story a bunch, and I think the good thing about having Ben on is he's known me. He's been able to go back to the place that I hold very near and dear that I grew up. We got to experience that last year around this time. Actually, we're coming up on the one year Annie, Annie there. Um, so I would say that, and I think it's something that Ben's even said that. I grew up internationally. I grew up in Nairobi uh, as a missionary kid. Uh, but one of the things that that allowed me to do was find a, a sense of freedom where I was out of the house a lot. I had friends that were out of the house a lot. And I think that a lot of, I'm not going to generalize things, but I think some American kids do have a sense of shelteredness when it comes to living with their parents. Mm-hmm. And that was that was not me growing up. I developed a sense of freedom. And I would say, I'm, I'm always learning, but I would say that I even managed to maybe find myself a little bit sooner than people find themselves in college or they find mm-hmm. themselves post-college. I would say I was able to find myself, my personality, uh, some of my quirks and, and things in high school and growing up overseas like that. So that's my short copy-paste answer. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really answered this question before. It's a good question. Um, very much unlike Seth, I pretty much lived in the same place my whole life. Um, I was homeschooled, actually, K through 12 which is a unique education experience, I would say. And with that, you know, I was exposed to tons of different activities and um, always with kids that weren't just my age. I was with younger kids and older kids. And I think that um, was a valuable experience of just making me comfortable talking to anyone, even if they weren't in my grade or whatever it might be. But I also think me being the oldest girl of two boys influenced the way I grew up and the way I was raised as well. You know, having two younger brothers and your older sister definitely impacts you. <laughs> and I'm an only two, which kind of forces independence and forces you going out to make your own friends, going mm-hmm. out and, and, and finding your own fun in a lot of instances. So I think that that helped shape it as well. He really yeah. hit us hard out the gate. Yeah, that that was a, that's a tough one. I feel like I, didn't, I, I would need to prepare to he answer really, that. He really better, hit us hard. but I like it. I like it. Let's get into it. I'm going to say there's some easier questions and there's definitely some harder Ooh. questions than Where that. Where does that one so, fall? That one falls on in the middle, honestly. Okay. I think so. It gets I would say oh get significantly yeah, more difficult. Boy. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll go with a little bit easier question here. So, in the last episode, um, you guys talked about how you guys recently worked together. Um, I was wondering what a dream job that you guys um, had in mind um, and a place where that might be. Mm. So, yeah, Ben is right. He touched on that. We did spend, I guess, six months just about working at the is same place. Is that all place. it was? I don't actually know. I just yeah, it probably was. It, I think it was around that time. So we kind of we kind of t- uh, worked together for a little bit uh, since then. We're, we're in different places now. But as far as a dream job, so my dream job per se, I think Ben got a taste of it when we got to go back. So my dream job is to work, funnily enough, in a school, but not as a teacher per se. Uh, just as a finance guy, I use my business degree to help the school in that way, and that allows me to coach because I like being around teens, the little kids not so much, but the <laughs> teens and the middle schoolers and, and help you know coach and do things like that. So I loved the environment that I grew up in, and I loved doing you know being part of that small uh, environment, and I'd like to go back and contribute in a way that suits my degree. Hmm. That's good. Uh, my answer is not as easy. I think I said this to you like a week or two ago that I could genuinely see myself doing well and loving like 25 different jobs, which is a struggle because I would love to find my one and done dream career, but I don't know if I'm going to be that kind of a person. It's not podcasting. It's, 
I mean, <laughs> it's podcast. Once the sponsorship <laughs> checks start rolling in, I think you might. You yeah, might no, I mean, job. I would love doing this. This like checks off a lot of my boxes. But uh, if I had to pick one thing at this point that was just like a real job that I know exists, um, I also have a business degree. I really enjoy marketing communications type of stuff, and. Um, I've done a few nonprofit internships that I really love. So I think I would love to work doing marketing communications for a nonprofit that I really felt passionate Feel about. Feel strongly yeah, passionate about. Yeah, I about. think that would be ideal where I could be creative, use my business degree, and also really just stand behind what the company The does. struggle with that, and I've thought, and we've talked about it too, and the struggle with that that I've realized is a lot of nonprofits don't necessarily have the budget for good right. marketing, which is hard. Right. It makes it a very yeah. difficult... I mean, I experienced that. I did an um, internship in San Francisco where I did a little marketing, a little admin, and then also like direct client stuff. But they were, because I was the only intern with, I guess, what, three quarters of a business degree, they thought I was so valuable to them. Anything that was semi-admin or business related, they were like, oh, Brie, the business degree, like she can do that. I mean, it was everything. It was finances and analytics and all kinds of stuff that I had no clue about. Yeah. But because I had that business degree in a setting where there weren't many people with administrative minds oh i was so valuable to them yeah, they, yeah, they loved it i love that i love getting into small businesses or nonprofits where you know there can be really simple fixes and it, it's really helpful just doing a small thing i like so, it yeah so i'm gonna hit you guys with a little bit of an easier question oh, now. softball now here we <laughs> yeah, go softball here so i have this thing i like to call food day food now day. so the question is what is your ideal food day now a food day to me is you have your favorite meals all throughout the day. So Ooh, your favorite breakfast, favorite lunch, favorite dinner, favorite dessert. So what would your ideal food day be? Is this be? all out of the house or is this like- This could be anything you want. Home, out, whatever. Shout out to the pork roll, egg, and cheese we were just talking about <laughs> at the beginning of the episode. All right, so we'll take it from breakfast. I'm not a big breakfast guy, hmm. but if I had to choose, to, to qualify your question, BC, would I be, like I could just eat and not get full or i have to factor in like getting full because i would have a lighter oh, breakfast if i wanted day. to enjoy this, this is a real this day a real like this day. is like i've had an actual food day when i was a kid it's changed now like my foods but like i had an actual food day and it was like one of the most amazing yeah. experiences of my life now i feel like me alex and steve used to do this <laughs> constantly in the apartment um Breakfast for me would honestly be pretty simple. It'd just be some scrambled eggs, some home fries, and some bacon. Boring. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. <laughs> Go ahead, Bree. What's your breakfast looking like? Oh, we're going meal like? by yeah, meal. Yeah, okay. We'll do meal by um, meal. I mean, we all know I love a good brunch, so probably a good brunch situation. You know, go all out. Mimosas. Avocado toast, mimosas, pancakes, eggs, like the whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. Avocado absolutely. toast does sound good now that you mention it. Yeah. <laughs> A million I dollar love bacon. when you go out to brunch too and you eat like several beverages like you get a mimosa and a coffee yeah. and, and a another juice. mimosa and a juice and, and another a mimosa <laughs> and another mimosa no 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 no, no. <laughs> but yeah just all out okay so lunch so lunch lunch is interesting uh middle of the day not quite dinner yet um, wait we get dessert too right oh you get dessert <laughs> I'm going to clip that. That sounds like a good clip. Oh, you get dessert. <laughs> um, oh, no. That could be used in a bunch of different ways. Oh, you get dessert. Um, as far as lunch goes, I'm going to say I'll save the, the, the heavier stuff for dinner. I would mm. say just like maybe a sushi, like some sort of sushi. It's a little bit, I mean, it sits heavy, but just some assorted sushi. We get some nigiri, some of the actual rolls, and, mm -hmm. and we'll make a lunch out of it. Okay. 
I think for lunch I'd have to go really good taco shop. Okay, I like that. Fresh tacos, maybe down the shore kind of situation, maybe some surf taco. Not like the place surf taco, but you know. Taco del Tio. Tacos El Tio in Medford. No, <laughs> There's one in uh, down by the shore too. Is there? Oh, yeah. No. It's a I'm chain, talking, actually. I'm talking a taco shack. The real deal. Yeah, that mm-hmm. sounds good. Yeah. And then we're going dinner. So dinner, I'm we probably. We could do a snack too, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah, I want to hear a snack too. We'll throw a snack. A in snack there. right before dinner. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. So totally if we're doing like little cheap like snacks like chips or something oh, like this that, could be like it could be any a soft it's, pretzel. This is your food day. Not, no? not, your food this day. This is your good, I'm day. Good, I'm not good at this. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say honestly, I was gonna be like, give me a handful of cheese. It's I'll be good. Mamma mia. As far as a snack, you go first. Give me your okay. example of a snack. Ooh, 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 ooh. Like let's go to a park type situation and get like a good baguette. And that like bougie olive oil. Okay, that's dip a good it in snack. Spices yeah, yeah. kind of deal. That that's a good snack. Okay, in that case, if we're going real fancy, I'm a big fan of crab cakes. So if you want to <laughs> give me crab cakes, I'll take <laughs> those as a snack. <laughs> what what classifies a snack? I don't know. Like you could run into a bakery and grab a baguette. That's not fancy. I went from cheese its to crab cakes. <laughs> to crab cakes, you gotta like get prepared. <laughs> I went from cheese. I don't know if that's a snack, cakes. but we'll go with it. Um, crab cakes for. The appetizer leading into, I'm a big fan of steak, so we'll just do a big old medium rare tomahawk steak and Dinner some fries sword. on the side Jeez. and maybe a little kale. <laughs> okay. That's my ideal. Uh, I don't know about dinner. This is That's tough. the hard one for you? Yeah. Maybe like really, really good Italian. I would be waiting for the steak all day. So when you first asked it, I was like, I could have steak breakfast, lunch, and really dinner. Really good but... Italian. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go that. What's your favorite Italian? Like what dish? Yeah. I really like a good marinara. I okay. feel like that's like the qualifier of a good Italian restaurant. If their marinara is good, it's a good place. Because that's like the basic thing. You got to put it on everything. It's true. But I love eggplant farm. Especially if I could eat cheese. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. our food day. Chapman, we're going to Dessert. Flip- dessert. Oh, dessert. How could you forget dessert? Ooh, uh, yeah. I think I mind. I'm going to sound so bad. I'm not a sweets guy. You know that. Okay, I have, oh, I have, no. I have a few different ones. If if we're going like dairy that I could eat, cannolis, obviously. Oh, I love good cannoli. If not, there's a place near the beach house I grew up in called Strollo's Italian Ice, and it's like this Italian ice place in a lighthouse, and I would go there. Ben just – I was thinking about this now, dessert. Ben actually just introduced me to a dessert item that I'd be okay with. They're called toaster strudels, oh, and I could probably, I, I, could, I could probably eat quite a few of those. Um, no, honestly, probably a good slice of cheesecake with some with some strawberry on top okay. is, is pretty ideal for me. Okay, that all those are all good days right there. Let's wow. let's flip can it. We, can we do this day now? I know, honestly, let's flip it. You asked the question. You said you had a food day, so yeah, let's hear summarize your food day. Your food day. From back way back when? No, no just like now, now, ideal. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, we got it's a lot sp- of part like the world's your oyster. It's, yeah, yeah, it was tough. hard. You didn't know we were gonna flip it on you. We no. got some, we got some things lined up for you today, buddy, old pal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's allowed in this game. <laughs> they don't get a flip card. Yeah, reverse um, Uno, reverse. <laughs> uh, say for breakfast. Um, let's do some. Let's do a local business here. Bagel bin, bacon, Ooh. egg, and cheese on everything. Yeah, that's actually really get a good. coffee. Yeah. like my coffee black. Um. With uh, some orange juice, um, and then some lunch. Mm, that's tough. That one, see, that one's a tough one for me. I think. Yeah, lunch is a weird because you don't want to go full on dinner. Yeah. Food, but that's why I went for like fresh tacos. Yeah, I feel like sushi was a good middle of the day filler for me. You know, I'm gonna do. 
I guess I, I think I might do a burger, like a nice burger. Okay. okay. I like some, that. Some good fries. Big uh, question: lettuce and tomato. <laughs> I'll eat the lettuce, no tomatoes, please. Okay. Fair okay. enough. I have, I have lettuce and onion. Fair enough. We know we know people that pick them right off. <laughs> no, they don't pick them off. They send, send them back. back. Send it back. <laughs> I will send it back. Uh, snack. I I honestly think my snack might be like a buffalo dip or something like that. It's a good one. Ooh. Yeah, it's a little a snack, one. little like almost like an appetizer in a sense. Mm. I don't like to be like like generic and just say steak, but like probably a steak. Good steak dinner. Flamingon with uh, baked potato. Ooh. Uh, maybe some like green beans or, or broccoli of some sort, some kind of veggie on there. It's kind of what we had last weekend. Yeah, oh, it was so good. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, loaded baked potato. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Dessert. Good Dessert. You're a big sweets guy too, or you can be a big a, sweets guy. I can. Yeah, I can be. That's the problem. Probably like homemade chocolate chip cookies, like right out of the oven. Like mm. they can't sit. They gotta just like literally like. Mushy chocolate chip cookies. What about BJ's chocolate chip cookies? You're a big fan of those. Oh, too. those are really good too. Don't get me started on them. You're a big fan of those. I know. You them for a few seconds. Same thing. Same no, thing. No, those really no. don't need any no. doctoring really? whatsoever. No, they're, they're like dense, but also like soft and like. I We're don't giving know. BJ's free advertising right now. Oh, yeah. Right. No, they'll pay us. They'll pay us. They will pay us. I contacted them already. All right. What oh. else you got? That was a good one. That was a good. That one. was a good one. Oh, more questions? Good day. Yeah, let's go. Oh. Let's roll. This one um, actually kind of more so pertains to the podcast, I would say, or the, the theme of the podcast, maybe. So this question is, what is something that gets you fired up? And if it's and if you don't have something that necessarily, like, from the past that maybe gets you fired up, like, consistently, maybe something that has gotten you fired up recently. Like, real, I'm talking, like, really fired up, like, genuinely, like, ready to go. You saw me. You were with me the night that the Cowboys drafted C.D. Lamb. <laughs> I got pretty fired up about that. That is true. I got pretty fired up about that, but I, I assume you were looking for a little bit of a deeper answer. Uh, Yeah, I'm looking – well, that's a good answer, but, yeah, maybe a little bit deeper than that. I think the viewers want something Yeah, Yeah, I'll, something think, I'll, I'll think about it. You have, did anything jump to your mind, Bree? Absolutely What not. gets you fired up? So no. we claim – part of our claim is to be pretty passionate people, and I think that that passion is just, for me, is – pretty much in every aspect of my life. So like if I do something, I'm not going to half-ass it. I'm going to do it 100% and that just it's pertaining to the podcast, it's pertaining to you know, work, it's pertaining to play and sometimes I even take it too far. And I am I'm aware of that and I'm learning that and that's part of the the learning that's going on. But mm. as a, as far as something particular that gets me fired up, I can't really narrow it down to one thing. I think I'd have to think about it. It's a lot. It's it's all the... I mean, I think I'm I'm passionate, but I don't think I get as fired up as easily as you do. Probably. More so I think I can get like I get energy about it, but I don't get as fiery mad as you Probably would. not. Probably not. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like enough. I can't think of something that makes me just makes my blood boil at the moment. Especially consistently. Has there been something in the past though that's gotten you going there? I'm sure. Can you tell you something? <laughs> Recently, that's uh, got me going. No, no. I'm saying I was helping Bri out and saying in the past, like something that, like maybe even very, the, like, in college or something like that. All right, well, fair oh, enough. I mean, there was plenty of times where a professor really pissed me off. The semester I was graduating, I was taking a Bible class that I was failing from the midterm on. <laughs> <laughs> nice i'll be honest and um this this professor i won't i won't name names but he was so against helping me or supporting me in any way 
and he knew I was graduating and he knew if I didn't pass his class, I wouldn't graduate. And I, I mean, I met with this man weekly. I emailed him almost after every class. I talked to him before and after every class. Like I did everything in the book to be a good student. And still to this day, it gets me mad when I think about how unsupportive he was of me for no good reason. Like I was a great student. That would get me fired up too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, think. Act- go ahead, go ahead. And as I She's was walking. Passionate. <laughs> See, I fired up. There I we go. I in the front row of graduation <laughs> and he walked by and we locked eyes and I was like, yeah, I did it, son. <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I wanted. This is what I wanted. Something that really actually see. This is from how many years ago now? Two. And so it's it's still obviously like yeah. getting you going. Like that's what I was looking for here. Yeah. There I was you thinking, go. I was thinking more recently. We've had we we were all in a group chat where we were talking about COVID, and I think that that was like a stupid passion because it. it I mean, I hate being this this oh, whole. Oh, we being, were talking more about like finances. We were, and... I, but. Yeah. The bigger theme of it, I hate being confined and I hate sure. this control. government control over yeah. me saying, stay home, do this. So that, that can get me fired up. At this point, I've just kind of succumbed to it, which what else can you do, honestly, mm-hmm. at this point? But that got me fired up, at least initially, when this whole everything started. And I, I'm yeah. understanding the reason. I know we don't, we're not going to make this a COVID podcast, but I do I do get it. But initially, it did fire me up and kind of got me going a little bit yeah yeah good question bc good question all right sure. making us think for sure um, making us think quite yeah. a bit we're gonna this, listen back and we'll be like uh this took like a whole like answers. it's like a whole week and a half for me to figure out these questions by the way actually i figured out like most of them last night but <laughs> <laughs> um since brie was on the top of karen now you can't use the same instance but if you could change one thing about your time at karen what would it be? So it doesn't have to be Karen necessarily as a university or people there. Just or one our thing. experience. Your experience. Okay. Experience. It could be the school related or it could just be your experience. One thing you could change. One thing I'm I could ready. change about my experience. If you're ready, go yeah. for it. I'll think about I it. I think for me, I didn't start getting super involved on campus with people, whatever, until my almost junior year, halfway through sophomore year. Um so, I mean, I think that helped me to appreciate my last two years even more because I kind of spent full force all in with meeting people and doing things and starting a club and whatever it was. But I, What club? The environmental club. Okay. <laughs> Any important members of that club? Yeah, a lot of them. I think that was a pretty successful club, honestly. It actually yeah. was. Like, yeah. it still lives, which I'm very proud of. Wow, so, that's yeah, great. It's still very active. Their Instagram's <laughs> popping. I'm very proud of them. Um, but no, I think just getting involved and kind of leaning into the experience more from an earlier point is what I wish I could have done. Hmm. But it all worked out. Yeah. yeah. It's a good question. Honestly, I can't complain too much about my time at Cairn. Uh, I, I made, obviously, some lifelong friends, and I'm sitting here with two of them today. Wow. But Look at us. I know. Here we are. But as far as... I can give you an idea. You want an idea? Sure. Here, I'll, I'll motion something. Trigger my memory. Oh, no. There is a big uh, Instagram account about them. Something you could change, Karen. That's changing Karen, though, not his experience. Well, I, I, you could do either or. I'm still not sure what he's referring no, to with that hand motion. No, let's experience. Just, just the cafeteria. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. So, <laughs> this is going to stay in because... We're going to talk about that. The cafeteria was something that I definitely pissed and moaned about quite a bit while I was there. However, we always went there. There would always be salad. There would always be cereal. Mm-hmm. Most, there would always, there would always be milk. There would always be rotisserie chicken. I ate a disgusting amount of chickens <laughs> in my time at Karen. 
a disgusting. You know what? I had a disgusting amount of it, Karen. The honey mustard. Oh, yeah. It was so good. That would usually put that. (laughs) And I would probably steal quite a bit of the hot sauces. If you were noticing that the hot sauces were disappearing, they were probably ending up in my dorm room or in my Pendel apartment. I stole a few bagels, but like a whole bottle of hot sauce. Now that Tapatio lived on in my apartment. But yeah, so the food. I probably if no to, you triggered that I'd probably complain less about it honestly okay. I'd probably complain less about it yeah. we the, we took it for granted and honestly when I moved off campus there were times that I snuck into the cafeteria because <laughs> I was like I just need a quick meal so yeah. we yeah. definitely took it for granted um, but as far as the other stuff I don't think this is gonna sound silly but I don't I think there were plenty of classes where I didn't use up all my skips and I'm mm. not saying to skip mm. but if they're there, take yeah. them. I still, I passed sure. the classes. Yeah. I could have probably been having fun with my friends yeah. at the time and enjoying more of the college experience that I miss. Yeah. So take the time to skip, guys. Yeah, yeah if you got skips, use them. Use them. Don't fail your classes, but right. use them. Le- always yeah. leave an emergency skip for the end because you never know. I also plagiarized a really big project and nearly <laughs> failed the class, and I probably wouldn't do that again. Just that's, putting that on record now. That's, yeah, that's a good lesson for the kids. Don't, don't do that. Jeez Louise. Yeah, how many other Karen ones you got for us? Um, unfortunately, well, some of these might pertain kind of to Karen, maybe, but not really. Um, so Good. the next question we have here, um, this is almost more like an interview question. Ooh. Where do you see yourself oh, in the I year 2025? I know it's it's one of those ones that everybody always gives. 25. So five years. So far. Five years. Yes. That sounds like yes. a futuristic year, doesn't it? 2025. 2020 sounded futuristic. Yet here we are. Wow. Oh, geez, Louise, Seth I'll be turning, I'll be, of, I'll be turning 30. Seth is going to have a better view of his life in five years than I'm going to. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take it first. I guess I'm settled, you. I'm married. Uh, there's a baby on the way. I'll have a five-year-old and maybe even wow. more at that point. Who knows? I I hope to be in this tri-state area still, obviously. Do you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, in five years. Okay. In five oh, years. Five years is not, it's not too long bad. of a time, but it is. It's such a tricky i know it's really not i mean at our age so much can happen in five years but it's also not a lot of time when you think back when i get questions like that the first thing i do is think back five years from now and see where i was five years right. ago we're in very transformative years right now transitional transformative, transformative all of that yeah so to answer your question uh ben i hope to still be in this area uh with my family and and hopefully still doing this if this makes it that long Wow. I'd be impressed. We better be making some serious coin at that point. But <laughs> but I I anticipate just, you know, kind of doing the same thing I'm doing now, hanging out with the people, hanging out with my wife, hanging out with my kids and just going to work and kind of just going to, going through life at the moment. I'll be 30 and I'll probably be having some sort of quarter life crisis. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy to be 30. Um so in 5 years I'll be 28 turning 29. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I'd like to be a little more settled in my career, at least have a better trajectory of exactly what I want to do. Maybe have a master's degree. Wouldn't be mad about that. And um, I see myself being here, I think. Unless I were to make a big move for a job, then I think I would still be here. Moved out of my parents' house. <laughs> ideally, ideally, you would if you moved out of your parents house ideally would you want like an apartment somewhere were you looking to buy a house i know this is kind of personal but i'm just curious about where you think your living situation would i don't be. know i think i either go philly or like the shore okay. i don't i don't know where else i'd go in this area besides one of those two all right gonna move along here um this is a good question for you well hopefully maybe this one comes a little bit 
It comes in your future here. What is the luckiest thing has ever happened to you? The luckiest thing that's the ever happened to me. luckiest thing. Well, most recently, Caleb Lang hosted Bingo Night, and I won two of the games. So that's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty lucky. Uh, the luckiest thing that's oh, ever gosh. happened to me. I don't. I can't if you believe in luck, I mean, that is. But. Do you have one, Ben? Um, I probably would say the night I won four hundred dollars at the casino. <laughs> Mine was also going to be casino related, which I don't probably bet. isn't good. This isn't fair. <laughs> I mean, you could have been like a situation where like. I don't know. You were like in traffic or something like that, and someone like almost pulled out in front of you and like yeah. just, I guess, luckily, I don't, I don't quote unquote. I don't think I've stand out one. I feel like I'm so boring in this podcast I'm today. I'm just going through all my casino <laughs> endeavors. Where did I make the most money? No, this is going to be corny and it's going to be cheesy and everybody bear with me here. I think I got lucky getting to grow up where I grew up and that's corny. We already talked about it, but I don't take that for granted. I don't take for granted the fact that I grew up internationally. I, I gained some sort of alternative perspective than you know a lot of people have so i I consider myself very fortunate i think is a better term but lucky yes to to grow up in in that kind of environment and circumstance i really can't think you may have i think you may have stumped her wow yeah halfway through the question i feel like a jerk for not having something to feel lucky about even something small you don't, you don't do want you anything. Get, do you get little like scratch offs in your stocking or anything like that for Christmas? Yeah, do you my ever grandfather win anything? used to do them. Uh, my grandfather used to do them at every Christmas dinner. I've won like forty bucks. Hey, lucky, lucky. Yeah, go. that's lucky. Luckiest thing that ever happened to you. Okay, that's we'll okay. Go we'll go with it. Yeah, we'll go with it. <laughs> yep. Uh, we're gonna shift gears here, and uh, this one, this one might be interesting. I don't know. I might have to cut this one out of the podcast. But what's the, the most <laughs> illegal thing you have ever done? What in the world? I can't answer this. What is the most? Well, illegal you certainly can. Stealing. I mean, I can think of many illegal things that I've done that I can still mention in the podcast. Stealing hot sauces from the Karen cafeteria. Sure, that's illegal. That's not the most illegal thing, but but not the most illegal. I can think of one in particular for me and you. Yeah. So when me and Newell were in Kenya, we snuck into a five-star hotel oh. into the into the hotel pool. That's a good one. That was definitely illegal. I mean, we just I would acted say. like we knew. So let me tell the story. So I had this idea that. When we were in Kenya, we were we just got bored, and I was like, you know, let's go let's go to a swimming pool, and we first went to this first hotel. We snuck in, and we got up to the pool, and it was drained for some reason. They were cleaning it or something. Hmm. So then we went to another hotel that we were just able to walk in somehow. It seemed heavily guarded too, so I'm not quite sure how they just we just assumed acted like we belonged, and we went up to the pool, and there there was a key swipe for the door for the pool and the spa and all that. So luckily enough for us, when we were coming in, someone was coming out, and he had just closed the door, and I said, excuse me, sir, I left my key at my room. I have a friend that's still up there. Can you just swipe me in? He scanned us in. We went in. We went to the pool. We just acted like we belonged. The pool is great. What a bro. Oh, it was beautiful. The pool is beautiful. There was a gym there. I don't think we used that, but there was a spa there as well. Wow. That we kind of hot sauna tub and sauna. And we, we spent a good two hours there, I think. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna go with that because that's a good one. Uh, Come on, I mean, have you ever like get all the skeletons out of your closet? Illegal, like where you like, I don't know, go walk on the dunes. That's illegal. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It could be anything. Like anything. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this is don't. a this isn't just me. This is like my family. But every year on the Fourth of July, we stopped doing it when my uncle passed. But he would do like a commercial level fireworks show in his cul-de-sac on the 4th of July. That's sweet. <laughs> to the point where he had to contact like everyone in his neighborhood being like, listen, I'm going to put on this show. They would spend 
hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of dollars, honestly. Um, and yeah, we would we would go every year and sit real close. And my dad would have a stogie in his mouth and a lighter in his hand. And all the uncles would be out there lighting fireworks. So that, that's pretty illegal. Yeah. No, that's good. I, that's a good one. Not, See, I mean, know. I wasn't lighting them, but I sure, but you, it, I guess. <laughs> guilty by association. Yeah. That's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, this can go for both you guys. Um, favorite pair of sneakers. This is really from geared towards Newell. Favorite pair of sneakers but also that brand. I own or just in yeah. the world? That you own. That, that you own. own. That you own. Yes. Yes. Hmm. That's a good one. I have a pair of cream white, all white Yeezys, 350 V2s that I have not broken out of the box. They have not touched the ground that's dumb you have them on ice don't you they're on ice (laughs) i love that Uh, and what is the point that's so i'm I'm waiting for a special occasion uh but i have those and every time i pull them out of the box just to look at them i really do admire them how long have you had them for (laughs) a couple years oh my god the sad thing is you've got me on the shoe you know sneakerhead grind so it's it's kind of a problem but he wears his not as much as you'd think and you should see the bottom of them it looks like they're brand new (laughs) Yeah, you gotta wipe the um, bottom. I am not a sneakerhead like Seth is, but do you have a favorite pair of shoes and anything? Yeah, I mean, I wear my Air Force Ones a lot. I wear these checkered Vans a lot. They're not like special sneaks. I'd say out of the shoes that you've, well, let's do it this way: out of the shoes I've seen you wear, mm-hmm. my favorite pair is the classic, just all white Air Force Ones. I think they look so clean. Yeah, I, I like those a lot. Yeah, and, I do wear them a lot. And you just got like new white ultra boosts but it still doesn't matter i think they're gonna be favorites but i haven't worn mm. them yet i just think the classic silhouette of the air force one they're a good shoe looks really good that is nice yeah all right this one might be interesting because i'm not sure if you guys are even gonna be able to come up with an answer um maybe you will though what is one irrational fear that you have what is one irrational fear that i have i mean i have all the basic ones like i don't particularly like snakes and spiders and all that stuff i mean i don't know if that's you rational have, like, one that's, phobia or something that's not irrational though. that's rational because they could actually kill you some yeah like give me an example though like i don't I mean what, is how my, do you, is do my you, phobia rational or irrational what's your phobia vomit it's it's not really a re- irrational fear Oh, that, like, that's my... give me an example of an irrational fear. Um, <laughs> yeah we're flipping it here's the reverse <laughs> uno card again yikes uh just something is it something that like makes me uncomfortable? I have an example of one, but it's personal. Yeah, something that can make you feel uncomfortable. Or um Oh, I know. I have one. I have a great example actually. I'm one of those people that hates the pictures of the little holes and it's called like trypophobia or something like go. that. I hate that. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 texture or envisioning feeling that texture just makes me very uncomfortable. I, I hate that. That's an irrational fear because there's no point for it. Like right. there's yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah, what yeah. mine would be. I yeah. hate that. Okay. Stumped again. <laughs> i don't think i have any weird ones like that my biggest phobia is vomit which could right, be rational well we'll, we'll take that or, as the irrational fear of seeing looking or smelling vomit i mean a lot of people don't like that but breezes to like a next the yeah. next extent next yeah level. no 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 we'll we'll, we'll accept we'll that answer okay. we'll, we'll allow it we'll, we'll allow it, it. <laughs> um this question could be interesting um who is slash was your most interesting friend. Now you can take that whatever way you want. <laughs> Whatever you, you want to take that one. Is or was my most interesting friend. So we're about to give shout outs here. <laughs> yeah, a little shout outs maybe if you want. If you don't want, then don't shout out. Is or was I'm trying to my think most of something interesting friend. Besides the first thing that popped into both of our minds. 
yeah, that's the, fun, <laughs> that's the you funny might thing. Shout it out. That's the funny thing. You and I had the same exact yeah, person pop into our head, of, and I don't know if Mike. it's because we're talking to Ben, but like, yeah, I just shout him out. Might as well. I already said it. Cool. I said we immediately oh, thought of Mike. for the clout. I thought of Mike, and I think yeah. that's because we're more with Ben, but. Most I met some weird people. In I have day. also met some strange people, but I don't know if I'd categorize them as friends. Yeah, yeah, that is different. Friends, friends, friends. Hmm. There was one kid. I won't shout out any names. There was one kid freshman year. I'd say we got close to friends. We were almost friends. He was only there for a little bit of time i like i hung out in his room a couple times we, we, you and i pranked him a decent amount we we built like a snowman in his room and then it, it because the heater was on it just melted into water on his floor. yeah it wasn't good you know who i'm talking about yeah, no, you know, yeah we've yeah. run into him a couple times outside and and he was just an interesting guy there was a whole story about his car getting crashed by someone else this freshman year so it was just like a lot of moving parts with this person you yes, remember that i do remember that briefly yeah, he was also, I'm pretty sure he was another um, pastoral ministries major um, who was <laughs> doing some interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. so he was he was an interesting friend. So he had he had lent his car to somebody, and that person flipped it a couple times and, and got in a really bad accident. But he, I don't think he ever asked for any money back for the what? car, which was the big part of the story. No, he de- he never did. Yeah, it wasn't like a, like a really, really nice car, but it was like probably a $6,000 car. It just was like, ah, oh, whatever. Like that's He got mad for like a day and then was like, ah, oh, whatever. And we used to find him always FaceTiming some girl that had like a, a head wrap on or something <laughs> like that. It was really interesting. He would always just sit in his room and watch Apple TV. Yes. Like that was his yes. big thing. So <laughs> I'm not going to say this person's name, but he was one of my more close to being friends. That there was very interesting. There were a lot of situations like that at Karen. All right, should we go to the next question? <laughs> No, Brie hasn't. Brie has not given her interesting. Friend. Honestly, maybe it's Mike. Is that Mike all you have is, to say? Mike is just so. He's unlike anyone I've ever met in my life. He is equally funny as he is. He's pretty witty. He is witty. He's pretty witty. He's good with his words. I'll give it he's to him. He's witty, and I feel like you just have to be in a room with him to to notice it. But he is just. I've never met another Mike. I think the amount of times that you and I, Bree particularly, and I have hung out, the most times that I've seen you laugh the hardest has been involving really? Mike. And it it wasn't at him. The one was the haircut. You and you and our other friend really just just went to town. But the one wasn't even like laughing at him. It was just the thought of him carrying a Lulu lemon bag for some reason really got you going one night. And it was like the funniest thing to you. And I don't know why. He Did- is just. I think with him is he's so. He's so predictable, yet he's so unpredictable. Very unpredictable, I like, would say. You can predict a lot of his like classic go-to whatever jokes, answers, but he's so unpredictable that he'll just say things, and you're like, where did that come from? I'll say one thing about Mike before we move on. Mike, I'm glad you sorted out your golf swing. You seemed to hit it straight, seemed to hit it further now. You made Ben and I very unhappy that weekend where you and Heater took really took our money. At Applebee's of whatever town that was. <laughs> yeah, of, in Applebee's of Westchester, wherever we actually were. All right, what else you got for us? I see that you have skipped one. Uh, it's coming back to that one. Okay. I'm coming back to that one. Um, I'm trying to kind of go with the, the theme here, or a trend, you know, so mm-hmm. we're going to stick with the friends. So in our friend group or in other friend groups that you're a part of, what role do you play? Oh, I've been called the glue. <laughs> I've also been called the you glue. You have been in this called the glue group. as well. 
<laughs> what role do we play? In this friend group, um, gosh, I don't know. Maybe Ben should answer that. Yeah, I think that's a better question for <laughs> you to answer about us because it's hard for us to answer that, but I think it's better for you to answer that knowing both of us. Um, I would say for you, Newell, I would say you're more of a person that pushes me out of my comfort zone um, and is one that's just more so like go, 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 or like I want it done now, or like let's do this right now, more like kind of spontaneous, whereas Bree's more of a level-headed type of person um, who's just going to be more so like giving good level advice where it's not hmm. necessarily like one way or the other, but like, oh yeah, that's kind of a good thought or like, you know, more maybe thought provo- thought provoking and conversation hmm. starting. Well, that's, sense. that's the thing that I, as we've gotten closer in friendship with Bree and I, that I have appreciated. I, this will probably be a theme throughout the whole podcast from this episode to the others. I lumped Bree in this group initially of that was, you know, close minded, just because she had different thoughts than me, wouldn't hear me out, wouldn't talk to me about it. But as I've gotten closer to Brie, very open-minded, willing mm-hmm. to have that conversation oh, yeah. with you, even though we might not fall at the end of the day on the same mm-hmm. side, willing to have that conversation with you and very good at hearing someone out. So that's yeah. something that I've appreciated that I think mm-hmm. you're kind of lending to right there when you say that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we're going to get a little personal here. <clears throat> oh, we're rounding it out personal. Well, we have about three more questions left here. Okay. Um, this one, what is something that you are self conscious about there's the comfort zone question so this could be like physical or like a character flaw yeah it could be anything you want i mean if you don't want to be too personal with things that's fine i got one and brie and another friend made me pretty self-conscious about it it was their fault (laughs) they said i had skinny little legs (laughs) (laughs) i said that yeah you you went yeah you guys said i had skinny little legs that's why I wear jeans in the summertime now. <laughs> Sweatpants all the time. Oh my gosh. Oh gosh. Um, something I'm self conscious about. Do you want to think about it? Because I have another one that's a little yeah, more yeah, like yeah, whatever. That'll be more like. I think Ben and I talk about this a lot. If we are sitting in a regular, like a room with regular temperature, I still sweat. Like mm-hmm. I get. I, I get sweat patches, well. like, and it's gross. Like, if oh. I lift my arm up, I will have sweat patches on the shirt. <laughs> Sometimes it'll be down my back even. Like, I just am a sweaty person, and that's in not in the right setting. That's kind of gross. And yeah. That's, yeah, I I don't understand how to stop that. But, yeah, no, even, like, in a, a cooler room, I could still sweat. I don't yeah. get it. I don't understand. Yeah, that's why for a long time, you know, I sometimes I – I guess it's gotten better because I wear sweaters in the fall and stuff, but there was a time where, like, even sweaters and, like, cardigans or something like that would just, like, make me just no, profusely sweat, and I, I hated that. that. Mm-hmm. I hated that. Yeah. Um, I think one of mine is that I'm clumsy. I just feel like I'm always, like, tripping or walking into something or dropping something. Another thing I think I am self-conscious of a little bit is just, especially in, like, an interview setting or a serious setting, I'm super fidgety. Like, the ADD definitely kicks in. Oh. <laughs> I can see that, and then it probably makes you think, like when you're, oh, I shouldn't be doing that, and then your mind's yeah, off the interview. Yeah, it probably yeah, yeah. Takes your focus away. Yeah, I think those are the big ones. Yeah. Sometimes I laugh way too loud. <laughs> same, to, to honestly, same. <laughs> same. <laughs> like, oh, oh Bree's here. <laughs> but I mean, you know, that's that's uh, that could be, be a good thing. Yeah, but it's also a good thing. Yeah. So, what is the best piece of advice that? anyone has ever given to you that's a banger that's, that is that's a the, last one, the last one's gonna be even more thought-provoking i think Best so advice. advice 
And if you don't have maybe like a best piece, just give me a time or a scenario maybe or someone gave you a, a good advice and maybe it worked out. I don't know. So one that worked out, it's going to be a little more, this one's on the lamer side, but when I was graduating high school and trying to pick a college, I had been accepted to a couple different places. The best advice I got was from my guidance counselor at the time, and she said, well, she sat me down because I think we were getting kind of close to, how does the app, the application process work? You have to let them know. Yours is a little different. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You let them know last minute. But like two weeks before school started. For some reason, I, I, had, I was sitting down and, and, you know, it wasn't necessarily one quote or one sentence that she said. It was just being able to, she just had a good way of being able to sit me down talk it out with me and then by the end of the conversation it was like my decision was clear like oh karen mm. is the place to go wow, that's so awesome. it was just the fact that she had the patience with me to to sit down have that conversation and maybe it was she was maybe she was just giving me a good therapy session where mm -hmm. i was getting out what i was mm -hmm. wanting to say and then by me saying it made my decision more clear yeah. i don't know but that that kind of stood out to me when he initially yeah. asked that i mean overall i can relate to that i'm definitely a um What's the word for it? I what's, what's the word when you process by talking? It's called something. Uh, verbal processor. Yeah, a verbal processor. So a lot of times, what it takes for me is just to just talk things out, and then I'm like, oh, I'm good. I don't even need you to like yeah. give me feedback on it. Yeah. Um. So I kind of relate to that. But I think overall, I don't have a standout like one single line or person or something. Um. But I think over and over again, something that people have said to me is just. Like you are where you're meant to be because I think I can kind of look ahead a lot or get excited about a lot of different things and just being more present in the moment of like, even with that, when I wanted to can transfer from Karen of being like, okay, you're here now and just embrace being here now and don't worry about if you could be somewhere better or whatever it is. So I think that's the best piece of advice yeah. that people have continuously given to me. To, to, to jump on that even a little bit further one that i heard at like a conference somewhere i forget what it was was about and i actually want to do an episode on this is about embracing nostalgia hmm. so embracing where you're at and even though it's not your favorite place to be mm -hmm. you know still embracing it but this is more focusing towards embracing the good times when you're there so i think the quote mm -hmm. at the end of the office by andy bernard is like how do you know mm -hmm. you're in the good old days yeah when you're in them when you're yeah. in them and i would yeah so it's it centers around that because obviously brie and i have great memories ben and i have great memories together like even the kenya trip last year like it's just hard to sometimes capture and you're not going to be able to it's almost impossible for the mm -hmm. mind to do so mm -hmm. but just capture all those memories mm -hmm. know that this is a really good time in your life mm -hmm. and being able to embrace that store those away in an important place in your memory so mm -hmm. you can recall them tell stories about them later and i think we did a good job of that but embracing nostalgia is something that yeah i think when you're in those good times taking a second realizing it and then trying to really uh compartmentalize like them that. that's good wow i think that's the best advice someone's ever given to me <laughs> you're, you're welcome <laughs> thank you for your time <laughs> all right so here's the last question definitely um i think one of the deeper questions um that i have for you guys so um, what gives your life meaning? Um, you can take that in whatever direction you want, um, but just kind of like, what is the meaning of your life, I guess, and how you- I wish the podcast that. could see Seth and I's faces yeah. right now. Yeah, we need a face cam for that one. That was a shocker. What, what gives, gives our, our lives meaning? meaning? Mm -hmm. um, Who invited this guy on? <laughs> uh, what 
gives our lives meaning? I mean, almost what you were just saying a second ago. Go for it. Take it away. What did, What was the last thing you said? You embracing said that nostalgia. embracing nostalgia and embracing the moment that you're in kind of a thing. Yeah, and more centered around like the good times. Yeah, I think just slowing – well, this doesn't – it's not what gives your life meaning, but I think it can help you to step back and have perspective as to what gives your life meaning. But just slowing down, and I think not to – put a lesson into corona time but i think this time being home and just being around only the people that you know you're close with or that you can be around like that definitely puts things into perspective of what really matters for me at least i don't know if you've been having that sure so obviously the initial reaction like i said before about staying home and being told to stay home i was like i'm gonna fight this tried to walk in a store without a mask one time and they were like promptly (laughs) no put a mask on but (sighs) Yeah, it's definitely given me time. And we've even talked about it. That was another big thing that we talked about when brainstorming. I think you and I, maybe you had one. I, I bought a journal, which yeah, if you know me, <laughs> if you know me, that, that is so not me. Yeah. But just trying to write things down, slow things down while we're in this period. And I have one journal that I use for the podcast if an idea pops into my head. And I have a personal journal that I've been writing in just to try and compartmentalize and remember things that you know I thought might be worth remembering. So just slowing down and, and doing that, we really derailed the what gives your life meaning but yeah i mean overall i think it's just who you're spending time with for me spending time with people enjoying life you know nothing nothing huge but just the people you're surrounded by i think is a lot of what gives your life meaning. sure sure yeah it would be a sad life if you weren't able to spend time with those that you really care about yeah. and love and and give your life meaning for, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term mm-hmm Way to hit us with that one. See, had to, had to give one. the the hard one, you know, last. <laughs> way to hit us with. So is that that was your full list of questions, huh? That was the Ooh. full list. That was the full Holy list. Holy smokes! Well, welcome to our gauntlet now, because we got some questions for you, buddy. Pal. Wait a minute! Oh no! <laughs> you wouldn't be coming on here just to ask us questions. We got some questions for you. Oh boy! All right. Why don't you ask him the first one? I like the sound of this question rolling off your tongue a little bit better than rolling off mine. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you ask him this one? All right. Number one, what makes you think you're so special? What makes you think you're so special? Me? Yeah. yeah. What makes you think you're so special? Do you guys think that I think I'm special? Obviously, it's a funny question, so I'll break it down. <laughs> you can ask it to anyone. Yeah, it's a funny question, but break it down. Sell yourself. It's, it's kind of okay. like an interview question. I got it. Okay. Yeah. We, I got it here. All right. All right. So I think what makes me special um, would be the fact that um, I'm a very energetic and enthusiastic um, PE teacher. I, I think a lot of times in education, um, teachers don't care so much about the kids. They'd rather just collect a paycheck. Um, and I can tell you with all sincerity that I am not doing it for the money <laughs> at this current <laughs> job. Um, now? I would say another thing that makes me special um, is the fact that um, I think that I can make a pretty darn good pizza. I That's can. True. I can confirm. Oh, I'm not sure what else, really. I mean, that's a... It's an interesting question. So when we were brainstorming this episode, we were like, yeah, we'll have Ben on and he'll ask us a bunch of questions. But let's surprise him with a couple questions. And that one's a funny question because it does sound funny initially. Like, what makes you think you're so special? But if you really break it down, it's really just selling yourself. Right. It's almost Mm -hmm. like an interview. Like, what's your What are your your strengths? strengths? Yeah, yeah. I got another one for you. Ben, what is your current worst habit? One that you want to break. And one that you want to share. Even if you don't want to share, share it. (laughs) Um, very sensitive to our guests <laughs> I, I had this really bad habit especially during quarantine to go on Facebook and watch the videos of like I actually watch a lot of crazy Russian hacker 
which is like this this he's, Russian. He's really great. This Russian guy, yeah, reviews all these random products that are really really neat and like innovative, and like it just captures my mind. And like wow. he's really great. Have you ever seen him? No. He does like he it's like some random things like a pineapple core slicer yes, all in one. Yes, it's amazing. Oh, okay. Like so he he does all these different things, but like once I get on that, it's just like a, a rabbit on, trail. Wait, that's your worst habit. It's pretty good. If that's it's a his good, worst habit, I feel like at least it's educational. It's his worst shareable habit. Okay, all right. It's his worst shareable habit. But that's a rabbit trail. Shout out to the crazy Russian hacker because he yeah. finds some crazy devices. Like <laughs> he has like whole episodes based on like six gadgets for, that make grilling easier, and they're all centered around mm-hmm. grilling and stuff what? like that. It's really it's really cool. He had like a uh, uh, like a towel that was like the size of a quarter, and if you put it in water, it like expands to a full beach towel. Um, pretty amazing. The little washcloth ones. So you don't remember those nah. as a kid? No, no, no. But this is like a full towel. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty pretty crazy. So right. we, only have one, we only have we one. We only have one. All right. Well, that was that's, honestly like it's been hours. Like sometimes I'll just like go in my room and like I'm just like there are for hours on my phone. I'm like this is awful. Like it's a beautiful day out. I'm not outside. It's a pretty bad habit. It is probably a bad all habit. Right, all right. The last question is actually a good one too. We got one more for you. I love this one. And it might take some thinking. Ben, if the world was full of male and female Bens, so you have female Bens and you have male Bens in the world, what would the world be like? Would things get done? Would they not get done? Would, would the, the economy be? good? I'm sorry. What would the vibe be? What would the vibe of the world let me just, be? Let me just say and start off by saying that the world would be a very peaceful place, or there would be a lot of pent up aggression, aggression <laughs> because I, they're not getting their feelings out or not talking about different things. So, Either one of them. So. <laughs> Bree is our resident resident enneagram expert i believe ben's a nine is what we discussed nine right? wing one nine wing so. one he has to tell us i can't tell i'm her. a nine wing one yes correct so that means you're a peacekeeper quote unquote quote unquote yeah if the world was filled with ben's ben's just a bunch of ben's um Male and female this ben's. sounds like something mike's probably thought of before <laughs> <laughs> i think that the world would be a pretty efficient place for the most part um i i would say i'm a pretty organized person um, hardworking, uh, clean. I'll jump in and I'll say I think it'd be a pretty spontaneous place. Ben's got a lot of spontane spontaneity to him, where he like. I do get in some moods. He and like I jumps like into to... one thing and he focuses energy there, and then he'll he'll leave it for a second. Then he'll jump into another. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's not a bad habit by any means, but I think it would be a, a, a spontaneous type, an mm-hmm. ecosystem to live in. Yeah, yeah. You'd never. You'd always be on your toes. That's for sure. <laughs> you would always be on your toes. But uh, what would Let's take it further. What would what would government look like? Ooh. In your one one world, world government. Of... So I'll I'll go a little bit uh, further from your talk earlier about the COVID, but I think that um, my government would be a little bit more free in terms of allowing people to pick and choose what they want. I mean, if everyone has the same mindset as me, you know, it can't yeah, be too horribly awful. Too I mean, <laughs> everyone's gonna want the same thing anyway. So if I just do... it's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Freedom to the people. Yeah, it's and a hopefully good... everyone is kind and and loving to everybody, and uh, everyone just gets along. Yeah, that is a sounds like a pretty Picture, good world. Just the whole world of Ben's male and female. I think our world... <laughs> I'm really curious to see the female. How ben. tall would the females be? So Ben, how Same tall? Height? How tall is the male Ben? Six two. Six so two. So we take a few inches off. Six foot. Still, <laughs> still, still tall woman. Still a pretty I tall woman. Learn. Six two in heels, oh. maybe. Okay. All right. So that yeah, that was just a couple questions we had. Not too bad. Not too. No, not, no, too, not too whatever. That was fun. Wait, now I want to go back and answer all the questions he asked us. Now that I'm like thinking. Now you're thinking. Yeah. You guys had some really good, good answers is, to the that's questions. That's the nature though. of this 
Yeah, podcast. you're just talking. You just kind of. I'm gonna probably listen to this and be like, find man, it as you go. You're, yeah, I you're have gonna have a bunch now. of missed, missed opportunities <laughs> to answer some good to, to put some like, good. Who's this boring out there. girl on this podcast? No, no such thing. What do we have on this agenda here? Preview for next week. Bree, what are we doing next week? Or next time we record? Recording a podcast. We are recording a podcast. Wow. But uh, um, Episode three. Episode three. So next week, we discussed a bunch of different options that we have to talk about next week. I think what we decided on... Did we not decide? Is... I have no clue what you're about to say. We had talked about tooting your own <laughs> horn, I thought. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah. So I think we had we had discussed <laughs> when we record three. episode three, when we record, we're going to talk a little bit about what we like to call or what Bree has like your own horn. Tooting your own horn, which sounds funny. It could also be selling yourself like we just did with Ben. There I Bree and I, I think are both firm believers that there is a good and positive way and maybe a method to tooting your own horn, <laughs> selling yourself mm-hmm. and you know, there's no problem. Yeah. Not verging on cockiness by any means, but uh, you might be able to explain it a little bit better here yeah. than what well, I'm doing. Yeah, we can talk about it next week, but I mean, I feel like we always say, not to toot my own horn, like it's always a bad thing to talk about yourself, but there's a way to Sometimes do it I properly. Sometimes I think what spurred it on is I think maybe you had said that at some point, and I said, said, no, no, go no ahead. honestly, toot your own horn. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like, you got a lot to offer, sell it. Yeah, so yeah. I think that there's there's a lot to unpack when it comes to that, but other than that, Ben, thanks for hopping on again. This it was, was really fun. fun. It was fun. Will Ben be back on the pod? Probably at some point. I would hope so. Probably I really appreciate point. it, you guys. Okay. Yeah, it was really it was fun. Great. Everybody hit us up on our Instagram. At For Your Time Pod. Or shoot us an email. For Your Time Pod at gmail.com. And we look forward to talking to you guys next time. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your time. See you later, guys. I-